What's up, everyone? I am Mez, and welcome back to the Gimp Chimp Podcast. Uh, hopefully, new people listening. Um, and most importantly, hopefully, we have some return listeners, and I didn't scare you all away. Well, let's see. It's been a day or two or whatever since I did the first podcast introducing myself and what this podcast is going to be about. At the same time, I realized I was lacking something, and I was lacking the ability to speak, I guess, from what I know. And, um, well, I'll just say, Monday marks, which technically it's officially now Tuesday, but Monday marked the start of a third week without work. And it fucking sucks. But... I also realized I have a GoFundMe account, and one of the things that I find the hardest thing to do is to ask people for money. I fucking hate it. Um, true story, real talk time. Oh, fuck, I hate that term, real talk. Uh, but anyway, no, uh, a few years back at the company I work technically am at leave from, um, correction, am at leave from. They, uh, there was a guy, his name was, uh, Harry Miller, cool guy, uh, he ended up picking up some kind of shitty habits, uh, fuck it, drugs, I don't know which drugs, but he started having people give him money, he started asking people for money, and people would give him money, and, uh, then he realized, you know, people didn't want to borrow, lend him money anymore, he owed a lot of people money, so he wouldn't talk to them. And his habit got worse. Things started getting darker for him, and he had no one to turn to. Inevitably, he pulled over on the side of the road with a shotgun and blew his brains out. And uh, it sucks. You know, you, you wind up putting yourself in a place where you got no one to talk to. And I say that because it's as simple as asking people for money. You realize you become the nuisance. You don't want to ask people for money. Uh, shit, at my job, I would be tight one week and I have to ask them, hey, man, can you spot me a 20? Well, that shit became a fucking habit. And that's just because we were losing hours and shit just wasn't going my way. Next thing I know, I'm making a habit out of it. People are just kind of like, nah, man, I can't. I ain't got it. And they walk off. And next thing you know, I ain't talking to these people as much no more because they just don't want me to ask them for money again. And hey, I understand. I hate that shit. Fucking moochers. I mean, that's that's me. I mooched. And then I realize, shit. That's what people are going to fucking think of me. So I just kind of stopped. So then I set up this fucking GoFundMe because, hey, guess what? Now I'm in fucking serious need. I got no fucking money. And I'm asking people for money. And I got some some friends that are in reasonably high up places. And one of them I thought I was pretty close with. And I asked him, you know, not for money, but if he can help promote it. Said, yeah, sure. And, you know, someone within our group fucking posted theirs. And they're, they're battling fucking cancer. I'm like, holy shit. Well... I'm like, I, I, fuck, what do we do here, you know? And, and he felt the same way, but he didn't want to say that to me. In fact, he didn't want to say much at all. And then I felt it again. It's like, Jesus, now 
I asked them to promote me, and now the motherfucker don't want to talk to me. Shit. Back at square one. And I'm saying this because I know, I know some of y'all can fucking relate to this. But it sucks. It, it, it really fucking sucks. Fortunately, I did have someone come through um, and bestow upon me a decent amount of money. Well, it's not a whole lot, but to me, it's a fucking lot considering I have fucking squat. So, with that said, if you are a person who likes mountain biking, and uh, I do, um, unfortunately, I cannot because... I don't know if I shared this in the last segment, video, well, fuck, not video, audio, episode, whatever the fuck, um, but I, I thought I had a SI joint dysfunction before I found out I had fucked up vertebrae, or fucked up discs, and, um, I read bike riding can help, so I'm like, no shit, if I can sit down, and I can be in this saddle, then this shit's gonna fucking work. So my nephew happened to bring his bike, lifted, pathetically lifted my fucking leg over the fucking, the saddle, rested my ass on the seat, and before I can even start to apply my weight, that motherfucker said, nope, not happening. I threw that bike out from between my fucking legs, and I was like, nope, alright, fuck it. So, it sucks. Um, I used to mountain bike. I, I mountain biked fucking, damn, that was like, whew. Fuck, that was about, let's see, I've been up here in Alabama for almost 11 years. So we'll say 12, 13 years ago, I was mountain biking with my homeboy down in uh, uh, Carter Road Park, uh, Lakeland, Florida, or technically Mulberry. And I'm going to stop real quick to address something. If you hear me taking these deep breaths, it's because my um, my sciatic uh, fucking pain is actually kicking into high gear. Um, I'm back in the van. Um... But I'm actually not in a good seated position. I took the seats out because we're going to have to put the dogs in here tomorrow. Because we got someone looking at the house. So fingers fucking crossed. These people buy my house. And then I don't have to bitch about money for a while. Cause, and then I can focus on actually getting my back fixed. Whew. So. Where the fuck was I? Mountain biking. Yes. Um, you go a long time without riding a bike, you know, you, you, you become your childhood, and you're fucking getting around with your friends on your bike, and, and of course, this generation is a lot different than my generation, and I'm in my mid-30s, so that gives you an idea as to what, uh, what life was like for me as a child growing up, um, you know, there was still a lot of innocence in the world, go out and play as the sun comes up, don't come back to the sun, no, make sure you're home before the sun's down, that's it. But, um, you do stupid shit. You, you put a plywood down on the road with, with a fucking cinder block and you hit that shit. You, you, you go bombing into a fucking, uh, speed bump and try to pump, jump off that shit with no fucking skill, no, no coordination. You don't understand how to actually do it. You're just like, well, I'll just jump and hope to God you actually get some fucking air. But, um... I was in my mid-twenties when I started back up at Carter Road Park, and, you know, they tell you, okay, baby steps, you want to, and this is probably one of the only places that baby steps rule just doesn't fucking fly, and maybe I'm a horrible advocate for this procedure or this manner of, of riding, but it worked for me. I started riding, 
with my friend, and we're like, alright, we're gonna hit the novice shit, alright, we're gonna hit the fucking greens, alright, and, um, <laughs> I hated every fucking minute of it, this is Florida, this shit was flat, it was through th thick-ass grass, it was not nice, holy shit, it is, it is fucking cold here in Alabama, and I got the AC going in my van, uh, bear with me one second. Okay, I'm back. Like, I had to go really far. Alright, AC off. Jesus, uncomfortable shit in here. Um, but yeah, so it was fucking ridiculous. So, the next weekend we went out, and we're like, you know what, fuck this shit. We're gonna go to the expert shit. We're gonna go to the fingers. You know, that's what they call them at Carter Road Park. It's like one big fucking loop, and you got a bunch of little loops off, and they call them the fingers. And, um... I'll never forget, man. I just, I didn't know what the terminology was, but getting towed in, and for those of you that don't, I would advise, if you can ride a bike in the woods, do it. It is a very therapeutic fucking experience, exhilarating, it's a hell of a workout, and you just have a lot of fucking fun doing it. And before you know it, you're, you're, you're really building your fucking confidence with the shit that you're fucking clearing. But um, yeah, towing in is basically... You follow the guy in front of you with no regard as to what he does. You just, you do as he does and you keep going. Well, I did that shit. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, shit was fucking, it was cool. You know, when you, when you get towed in, you really do just get those blinders on and don't realize, oh shit, I'm really high up. Or, oh shit, that's a steep ledge. Or, hey, that's kind of a really dark, steep fall if I fuck up, you know. And uh, I'll, I'll say this much. And I explained this to my nephews, and they laughed their asses off, but they they expressed, even now, that they know this feeling. And you tie your shoes, you double-knot them, and no matter what, those fucking laces get caught in that damn pedal. And then, you know, you're fucking hung there for a minute to enjoy whatever the fuck ride you're on, and hopefully it's a good one, because the moment that bike comes out from underneath you, you're going some other fucking direction with your legs still attached to the bike. Um, but I was watching this guy, uh, Seth's Bike Hacks, and he's, uh, he's real popular in the biking community on YouTube, and at 30-some-odd fucking years old, this son of a bitch posts a hack, and I laughed my ass off, because I never fucking thought of it. He took the long loops of his laces and tucked them into his fucking shoe. And that's it. That's, that's how much of a fucking idiot I am. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't fucking know. I didn't think about it. You know, it's just one of those simple fucking things like, hey, that's a genius fucking idea. Is that even a fucking hack or just common sense? Yeah, so that's me, the fucking retard without common sense. But anyway, to the gentleman that put money up for my GoFundMe, his name is Mr. Tonka. That's actually the name of his YouTube channel. You can find him on YouTube. And frankly, I think it's safe to say he is the Floridian ambassador of mountain biking. Because I don't know of any other mountain biker that has that level of attention or that much following or is that well involved in the mountain biking community as Mr. Tonka. And uh, he's, he's quite the baller. He's soft-spoken, but uh, he's got skills. He, you can learn from him. Um, very, he's very encouraging, or he encourages a lot of people. Um... He rides with some of the best, and he rides, 
and he's recently taken a trip into some of the craziest fucking mountainous terrain that, frankly, I wouldn't fucking do. But he did it. It was pretty awesome. He went with a little squad. They got rained on. Lightning and fucking crazy shit. But anyway, he's legit. And uh, he reps uh, Central Florida pretty well. You can find him uh, riding at uh, Alafaya, Carter Road. Uh, I think he hits at Santos. Um, and sometimes he hits down south to... Uh, oh, shit. What was that fucking trail? Markham. Markham. Um, Markham Park. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, he did help me out, and I told him, he's like, you don't have to do that. You know what, man? Fuck it. You help me out. I'm going to blast you. Mr. Tonka on YouTube. Check him out. He rides some badass fucking Yeti bikes. He's got a badass whip that that he tows his bikes with, and uh, he's just really cool. But anyway, now on to another topic. Now, I mentioned briefly before about dealing with injury and how it psychs you out. Oh, sorry, I had to take a drink. I'm getting a wee bit hoarse. Anyway, one of my first experiences with, we'll say, life-altering failure, because frankly, I will never live this one down. No matter what people say to me, no matter how my wife says it, total strangers say it, I failed at this. I, fuck, I'm saying this for the first time out loud. Ha. Uh, I'm glad I don't have too many listeners. I am a army washout. I failed. I wanted it my whole life as a kid, growing up. I wanted to be in the army like my dad was before me. I wanted to be a cop. So I figured, hey, fuck it, I'm going to be a... Military police. I uh, I finished basic. Was almost done with AIT, and uh, fucked up my legs. I got uh, shin splints, or stra- actually turned out it was stress fractures uh, all the way through both tibias and my right femur. Uh, but I didn't know it. I just ran through it and kept fucking running through it and running through it till I couldn't. Uh, shit hurt. They got me to a doctor. They're like, all right, you got to run light duty. Um, light duty means you wear your fucking sweatpants, your PT sweatpants. You sit at a fucking desk in the barracks while everyone else goes off and does all the shit that they do. They learn. They do the exercises. They train. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there with a thump my fucking ass in the barracks. Fucking sucked. It's humiliating. That humiliation just... I guess it's there to weed out those who just want to be bitches. But fuck, my company was setting post records that hadn't been broken in fucking 20, 30 years. So it was pretty badass to be a part of that. And then knowing that I was slowly getting pulled away. And it's not anything that I blame anyone for. It's me. It's my own fucking mind. But anyway, after that, they did a bone scan, realized my shit was fucked up, and uh, they told me they were going to recycle me. And recycle, if you don't know, uh, being recycled means everything you've accomplished is mute. Um, You're going to go to what they called fat camp uh, for those that were unwilling, sorry, not unwilling, 
incapable of complying to the philip the <laughs> the physical fitness regulations um where i would heal up and then i would start all over again from scratch some time down the line so me being severely defeated mentally uh physically fucking hurt um i remember don't get me wrong the pain i'm in now fuck that this is the worst but i do remember the pain i was in and uh, the aches of my bones even when i laid down they just it wouldn't stop aching there was no there was no uh there was no peace man it shit just fucking hurt all the time but um yeah so i fucking got out processed they they asked me if i wanted to go to fat camp or go home and i said fuck it i'll go home and i went home like a bitch and that's how I always see myself as a fucking bitch about that. Uh, but my nephew is now 18 years old. And he's wanting to go into the military. And I say, fucking do it. What better time now than ever? He's 18. Shit, I turned 18 in basic. So at least you can dodge that fucking bullet. Being from Florida, of course, they were like, uh, oh yeah, let me we ride. As a military police, you only go one place. And that's Leonardwood. Uh, lost in the woods or lost in the snow uh, particularly for me at the time I went and I'll never forget uh, it fucking started snowing drill sergeant uh, fuck drill sergeant Byree hollered for everyone get in formation anyone from Florida Martinez Poochie fucking all fucking types of people we all get up they want us to go clean up formation, uh, the area for formation. So we all go out there, fucking shovels and shit, and I'll never forget. Poochie turns around, and he's like, hey guys, look. The exit for the uh, barracks was on one side, the formation side was on the other, so they couldn't see us. He threw himself back, and all you hear is a loud thud on the ground. You're like, what the fuck? People who've never seen snow before had no fucking idea that you get this shit called sleet. Or the snow's top layer turns to fucking ice? Well, Poochie found out the fucking hard way. That was the sound of his fucking head bouncing off what sounded like concrete. Turned out it was fucking ice. But anyway. Um, telling my nephew about it. I tell him it's a lot of fun. You know, because it's no lie. I mean, it's a bonding experience. You become a fucking man in there. You get all the discipline you need. At least, at least we did in our generation. That was, uh, fucking, what was that, 2001. I know that shit changed, and there was fucking stress cards, and bullshit, and now I see that there's cell phones, and basic, and I was like, what is this bullshit right now? So I can't imagine what it's like for people to go through now. I would just say, in the most sensitive fashion, I could say it's, uh, officially pussified but fortunately my nephew is not looking at going to the uh, the army he looks like he's going to possibly go where he could flex his brain muscles because the kid's fucking smart but anyway ah, I'd love to tell him all these fucking stories um, yeah I'm a, I'm a I'm naturally a fucking Wookiee and I'll never forget we were doing KP and I was walking through uh, you know we get to eat first I was going through the uh, chow line. 
And we had this drill sergeant, black female drill sergeant. If you know anything about fucking drill sergeants, the black female drill sergeants are the worst. They're the ones that are going to really drill it in and be like, they got something to prove, you know? They're female and this, that, and the other. And She was short, too. She was a little one. So she had a little man or a little woman complex. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget. I hear, Jesus Christ, Private. You look like McGilla Gorilla. Now, I don't know what the fuck that shit is, but I definitely know she was talking about my hairy ass because we were just wearing the brown shirts. So that fucking shit was just cha-cha-chiing up my fucking back and right up connecting to my neck. And, uh, of course, everyone just looked at me and they started fucking laughing. It's like, shit. But, uh... <laughs> I'll tell you. I, uh... I did have some fun. We did get away with some bullshit. I remember uh, every Sunday I'd get a squad of people together to go fucking sneak out to the PX. They'd give us three hours to use the phone. There's three companies. So you had one hour to use the phone, two hours to do bay maintenance and shower. And uh, it was cycled through. There was only one drill sergeant in the barracks at that moment on that Sunday night. So I'd get a you know, squad mate from 2nd Platoon and someone from 3rd Platoon. And now we got three hours to really fuck with. You know, you always end up doing fire guard duty. So you can kind of squeeze in some details in there as long as the drill sergeant is willing to overlook, you know, whatever you've done prior. But, uh, yeah, we'd haul ass to the PX, get two hours of phone time in, and then squeeze in an hour's worth of uh, bay maintenance and shower time. You'll learn how to prioritize. Trust me. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. It, was, it turned into a really shady fucking operation. It was really good at first. Before you know it, everyone's fucking dragging their friends and next thing you know, there's like 20 motherfuckers running across the fucking... Uh, formation area and they're like wait a second who the fuck are all these guys you know something's uh, something's gone awry um but yeah it was good times uh and i'm pretty sure anybody who hears this they might remember something similar to that in fact uh i'll tell you one thing and this is gonna be about as fucking nasty as it gets the drill sergeant will tell you you'll get the four week syndrome four week syndrome is if you got any females in your company any females in your in, like whether they be in your platoon or another platoon whatever no matter how fucking ugly these women are inevitably they're gonna start looking aye and that's the four week syndrome so anyway you're out on the field you gotta take a shit but you're not in the range you're out actually in the field and you got to march this far to get to the fucking latrines and it's literally part of your fucking exercise to get to the latrines to relieve yourself you got x amount of time to go in there and do your fucking business everybody and get out i'll explain what these field latrines are now i don't know if they're still the same way they are now as they were then but i can tell you back then that was some fucked up shit a big fucking hole in the ground with a shitty-ass wooden building over it. These weren't toilets. This was a bench with a fucking hole in it and a cute toilet seat just stapled to the top of the hole. That's it. You had a little partition between your buddies. You literally look to your left. What's up, dude? Look to your right. Hey, man. But then, just as any normal fucking human being does when you're dropping a turd or taking a piss or sitting down or whatever... You notice there's a little bit of fucking light down beneath you. You start looking. Like, what the fuck? 
and you know it's like water and it's like ripply and you're, you're trying to make sense of what the fuck this is and you're looking and you're looking and then that little light gets kind of blocked like like a fucking eclipse and you realize oh shit that's a chick's ass. And, oh, fuck. She's dropping a fucking bomb right in front of you. You're fucking looking at the woman in your... The, the four-week syndrome woman, who's, like, partially fucking attractive to you at this point in time. And she's just ripping hell out of her fucking ass. And you're right there witnessing it, seeing it, hearing it fucking kaplack on the fucking water and shit beneath you. Trust me. You don't forget that shit. Let alone the fucking smell. That's some traumatizing shit. That's a reset that fucking four-week syndrome <laughs> and hopefully you're not fucking entirely grossed out by that um but yeah you can literally see everyone just dropping a like, obviously if the lighting's right you know because it doesn't even have fucking power it's just sunlight oh but god that fucking all right so that seems to be a good position to stop the pain i'll get to that stuff in a minute but um yeah, man, it was fun, you know. The fucking field of dreams were the worst. CS Riot gas was all right. Uh, I remember we were, uh, took a run. Uh, Byree used to call it a run down by the river. And uh, we took this run, and apparently we'd run really far off the beaten path. And that's um, that's where people would have their uh, field training exercise, the FTX. And uh, when you take that, you're going to expect to get CS Riot gas. And if you don't know what CS Riot gas, basically, it's like... Um, it's like an airborne habanero pepper. You breathe it, it burns. It burns your face, it burns your eyes. Your nose starts running, you start drooling. Your eyes start watering and crying. Every deep breath you take, it stings and burns like a motherfucker. And then you, then you do what you shouldn't have done. You fuck up and touch your face. Now it's on your hands. Now you're rubbing everywhere. It's, it, it's, it's a fucking nightmare. And hey, some people can fucking deal with it. I can tell you right now, I laughed my ass off when we were doing this. Um, well, I'll get. Oh, let me. I'm look. I'm fucking up. I'm I'm going bounce, bouncing back and forth. But anyway, we took this fucking run, and uh, we smelled it. You know, we had already gone to the gas chamber at this point. We smelled it. And we're like, drill sergeant, is that is that CS? Oh, shut up, you pansies! Start running. And then he, I heard him cough. He's like, it'll only make you stronger, privates. This motherfucker made us run through that shit. But, uh, yeah, it was good times. But, yeah, that reminds me of the, when we went in uh, to the gas chamber. We had uh, Drill Sergeant Lopez. This son of a bitch, because I was the only Hispanic son of a bitch in there. He'd always pick them. He did the whole fucking full metal jacket lineup and everything. And uh, I laughed. He, he was just, and he was a short little fucker, too. And... Uh, Anyway, to be, it was his first year as a drill sergeant, so to, to be a badass, he's like, oh, I'm going to go in the CS gas chamber with no gas mask. And this son of a bitch goes in there and dicks around for a minute and comes out, acts like he coughs a bit. He's like, ah, it's nothing. And they'll tell you, they'll, they'll tell you when you put your mask on, they're like, hey, man, uh, do you... Uh, do you see fog on your lens? And they're like, yes, yes, I do. And they're like, all right, you got a leak, so you got to seal it up good. So the drill sergeant's checking everyone as we're going in. Of course, my drill sergeant was fucking Lopez, that cockhole. And uh, he says to me, I, actually, I say to him, and I'm like, hey, drill sergeant, I have fog in my lens. And he looks at me and he goes, Private, would I set you up for failure? 
So there's only one answer, no matter how fucked up it is. There's only one answer, and that's, no, drill sergeant. No, you would not set me up for failure. No, you would not send me up to that fucking gas chamber to breathe that shit in the whole fucking time I'm in there. And that's exactly what that fucking cocksucker did. <laughs> of course, I didn't get a full blast of it. And uh, it was just creeping in there. And I was I was tasting it. And it was burning. And I was like, shit. And as we're sitting in there, and it's like, fuck, man, this is bad. And then you have to take your mask off and recite your fucking name. And your ID number and all that shit. And, uh, yep. Snot, Niagara Falls, tears, just, it fucking sucked. You see people in the video, they're, they're flapping their arms like a fucking bird, because that's what they tell you. I don't have no idea if that fucking helps. I think it's just for more of the laughing factor of it. But, um, yeah, it's great times, man. Uh, coincidentally, they, they did say, and, and it took, you know, for me to go home and get my fucking... Uh, VHS tape of the whole experience and, and all that shit and I look back and there was one son of a bitch in our company that actually pulled his mask off, said everything and like a fucking badass just kind of shrugged his shoulders breathed that shit in, exhaled and he was he wasn't even fucking sweating it I swear to god this dude must have been fucking had a sauna with CS Riot gas at home just to make sure to prep for this shit when he finally got to it but yeah I didn't face him not one bit but uh yeah, man, drill sergeants like Lopez and Schaefer and fucking, uh, oh, God, Turtelot. Oh, man, this motherfucker's name sounds funny. He was the last motherfucker you wanted to make fun of. If you ever go to the gym and you see that guy that's got to walk sideways through the door because his back's so fucking huge, you know, the back, um, that's Turtelot. And he came in halfway through once we finished basic and we were in the AIT aspect of it. And I'll tell you, this son of a bitch made us do more push-ups than I thought we were even fucking capable of doing. He had a way to motivate people to do the most insane shit. And, of course, you fucking hated him at the time. But then when you realize, when he's done smoking you, he smoked a whole fucking company. And uh, literally for two and a half hours, right after chow, we were supposed to go to the rifle range, and he just smoked us the whole fucking time. Um, when you're done with it, you realize, like, holy shit. We literally just got smoked for two and a half fucking hours straight. And you feel good about it. That's the crazy shit. But he was a badass. Uh, Cope. Cope was a sinister type son of a bitch. I loved him. He was he was real cool. He, uh, he was real cool with me. Despite what happened. <laughs> oh, fuck. He wore his round brown like he was fucking Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat, alright? He was a cool son of a bitch. And then Perry. Oh, Perry. He was the embodiment of fucking Full Metal Jacket. Mean motherfucker. Stone cold face. Bulging fucking eyes. Hardcore son of a bitch. His first name was fucking Gene, so obviously he had to be a hard ass. But, uh, I'll never forget it. Uh, what was that show? Survivor or fucking... I, I can't remember. But the one they vote you off the fucking island. And uh, I'll never forget it. I was fucking in there. And when I say in there, I'm in the shitter. And I should be cleaning my bay up and my bed and doing all that shit. But I decided I'm going to come take a shit and I'm going to write my wife a letter. And I told her in this letter, I'm like, man, they're doing some crazy shit. They're going to start voting people off the island. And they're going to send them to different companies. 
and I'm telling her, man, third platoon, not company, sorry, different platoons, um, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna vote people off and send them to different platoons, and I'm writing my wife this shit, I'm like, this is fucking bullshit, and I ain't getting fucking, I ain't getting fucking voted off, man, fucking, they try to send me to third platoon, those, those are the fucking retards, man, that's, that's the village idiots, I don't wanna be there, those fucking retards, talking shit about their drill sergeants, drill sergeant Schaefer, and drill sergeant Culp, talking mad shit, at the time I didn't know anything about uh, the Spartans, and how badass they actually were, but their mascot was the Spartans, I'm like, these fucking queer ass Greek fuckers wearing dresses, walking around with wooden swords and shields, and I'm just talking mad shit, writing my wife, in the shitter, on a notepad, and then, a silence, unlike any other silence, just takes hold of me. I could barely hear my breath. I look up, and there's a bulging fucking eye staring at me at the crack of the shitter door. And it's Drill Sergeant fucking Perry. What the fuck are you doing, Private? I'm like, oh shit, Drill Sergeant, take a shit, Drill Sergeant. I fucking put the notepad in my pocket, drop my fucking pen. You're writing a letter. Let me see that letter. Do you know how fucking shitty it is to have your fucking pants down and have that drill sergeant requesting that letter before you can even wipe your fucking ass? You hand him this fucking letter. And all of a sudden, holy shit. Oh, fuck. He's just laughing. He says, Private, I don't think anyone's getting voted off the island this week. We're going to do a sacrifice. <laughs> this son of a bitch calls Schaefer, tells her about what's going on. Then he has me march up the fucking top floor, hand the fucking letter to Drill Sergeant Schaefer herself. And then she commences to reading that letter out loud to everyone in the fuckling platoon. <laughs> and then I went downstairs, got all my shit, and moved to third platoon. Thank God I did not get a buck and blanket party. Oh my God. Look, I had a lot of fun. And um, I learned a lot. I ended up becoming pretty close with Schaefer and Culp. And it was a very memorable experience. It fucking molded me to the person I am today. And, um, I'm stubborn, I'm a hard ass, and I'm very fucking stubborn, actually. That's probably why I couldn't figure out what the hell was wrong with my back. I kept going all the wrong fucking places, because I didn't want to go see an actual fucking doctor. But, lo and behold, I did, and now we know what the fuck's wrong with my back. Shit, I got fucking emails popping up, they're interrupting me. Stop it. I don't want to see it. Now, I mentioned a minute ago, well, to conclude the whole military experience, it's definitely something to go through. But, yeah, it was fun. It, uh, it sucked that I pussied out. But, some people say things happen for a certain reason. Half the time I say fuck you to those people, but, you know, 9-11 happened uh, right after that. And frankly, I wanted in. Because, hell, 
Not too many people say it, but everyone fucking knows it. We knew there was no fucking weapons of mass destruction. We wanted blood for those fucking people, for those two towers. But anyway, we're not going to get into all that bullshit. Now, I was talking about a different position. I was checking out a couple things. Yoga, for one, for people with this L4, L5, S1 shit. Do you know those motherfuckers want you to bend backwards? Like a fucking pretzel? Bitch, I can't even lay on my fucking stomach without going into fucking trembling fits of fucking pain. But yeah, apparently that's what is called for in the realm of yoga uh, to do. It's fucking insanity. They got the, uh, the child pose. I can do that. That's easy. Then they have, uh, what's the other one? Cobra. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay. Then they got, what is it? The uh, bird dog. Nope. That ain't fucking happening. But, what is the fuck is going on? I'm getting all these notifications from my fucking Xbox. Fucking. This person's broadcasting. This person's online. This person's looking for a group. I don't have time to play fucking Xbox. Because I want to talk to you guys. I want to talk about this bullshit. But anyway, yeah, I haven't found any yoga that actually helps me out yet. I'm going to continue researching because I'm not going to just be like, oh, well, this sucks, this sucks, that's it, it all sucks. I'm going to investigate it as best as I can, and hopefully I'll find something eventually. That might actually help me out. Uh, there's this other thing called uh, DDP Yoga. Um, Diamond Dallas Page Yoga. I'm going to do what I can to research. Apparently it's a service you got to pay for in order to get the benefits of it. Um, Diamond Dallas Page is a former uh, wrestler. And uh, from my understanding, his back was pretty fucked up. Then he formulated this way of doing uh, yoga. And it helped him out. Which is kind of cool, you know. When you can uh, help yourself in this manner. I'm trying to pull up some other articles here before we get into the the meat and potatoes. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I just changed position. I'm getting a little more pain, but uh, let's see. What do we got here? What do we got here? A new AR-500 rifle. New gun. Looks sexy. Pinnacle rails all the way across the top. It's nice. I'm not going to read any. It's a gun and goes bang. I like it. Yeah, real simple, huh? <laughs> uh, wow, what's this? Tony Hawk, officially too famous to rent a car. So, let's see if I could do some power reading here, some speed reading. I rent a car, I just see if I... Gibberish, 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 blah, 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 blah. Fuckity, fuckity, fuckity. Oh, uh, that's, that's... Wow, that's a whole article on this shit. Jesus. Okay, so basically, a car rental place saw the name reserved for Tony Hawk, and they thought it was a fucking prank. Well, the joke was on him, because he deleted the fucking reservation, and Tony Hawk walked in a while later and was like, hey, where's my fucking car? He's like, fuck me. So, a whole fucking seven page, seven fucking paragraph article summed up in, what, fucking five seconds? 
let's see. Ah, shit. Now I was hearing about this one. This is, uh, one of four gigantic uh, softshell turtles dies. They're basically uh, endangered beyond belief. There's now there's three. So la 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 la. Yeah, Notre Dame Cathedral. I thought it was a fucking terrorist attack. Not terrorist, but fucking. Uh, I thought it was like the riots and shit over there. But apparently, it was from a fucking. The, the, oh Jesus, what do you call those people? There we go, cue the fucking music. Jeopardy music. Ah, fuck. The guy's refurbishing the fucking building, doing the repairs, remodeling it. So I guess we'll find that video on uh, OSHA, is this okay? Let's see, what the fuck is this? PC games... Tief, what the fuck is your... What kind of gamer's name is that? T-F-U-E says he's giving up competitive Fortnite because he doesn't need the money anymore. Motherfucker, I have a GoFundMe. Do me a favor. Throw one more on there for me. All right? Oh, his name is Turn, Turner... Turner... Oh, fucking Fortnite. Jesus, that game has really changed his shit. Oh, yeah. Israel Adesanya, the Stylebender. I don't know if you guys follow UFC. I actually like it. Don't get a chance to watch it too much because it costs so much fucking money. And I have fucking none. Um, but yeah, so he won his fight. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched it. He won. But this is the first time I see this motherfucker got lit up. His fucking lips are swollen. His eyes swollen. He's got a fucking little bandage on the other side. Looks like he got his shit rocked. And he's not one to get hit often, so that must have been a good fight. And, uh... Shit. It went to decision. Damn. I think that's a first for him. But anyway... What the fuck else do I have? Covered all that shit covered that well <laughs> I guess I got my shit covered anyway like I said I got some people coming to see the house tomorrow fingers crossed this shit goes through well um really like to uh, go uh, mountain biking with Mr. Tonka once I'm down there in Florida in the Sunshine State where shit's not fucking cold out just to give you an idea we are, what, April, what the fuck date is it? April 16th. And it is 50 fucking degrees outside. Then again, I did see some shit from, uh, who is that, uh, Greg Whitstock, Aquascape people. They're out there in, uh, Chicago, I think. And, uh, his building is called, uh, what do they call it? Aqualand. Go behind these glass doors and all of a sudden it's summer and the fucking plants are all green and the water's flowing and fucking flowers are blooming it's beautiful and you look out the glass window and it's just pale fucking white oblivion okay the fucking arctic is right outside the window and uh, i think it's really fucking unique uh but yeah fuck that i'd, I'd rather have the real the heat the real heat i'm done with the snow but with that said we are 43 minutes in 49 seconds and uh 
I just want to remind everyone, uh, send your questions, comments, whatever the fuck you got. Uh, please, no dick pics. I'm good. I got one. Shit's not pretty. God dealt us a shitty hand. Um, but yeah, that's going to be uh, mez, M-E-Z, dot, gimp, chimp, at gmail.com. And um, if you want to support me um, like Tonka did, uh, our GoFundMe is uh, GoFundMe. That escalated quickly. If you go into the description of um, uh, the channel, or, the, yeah, the channel, Gimp Chimp, it's down there. Just scroll a little further, and then I'll have a, a URL to the uh, actual GoFundMe page. But yeah, the story I wrote, um, I called it, I titled it, That Escalated Quickly, because frankly, this shit happened so fucking fast, I felt like Tyson knocked me the fuck out. But, anyway, I guess we call that story time. Um, I do have my buddy Travis on the hook for a little later in the week. Um, we'll probably pop some beers for that. Hopefully I can set up a secondary microphone or else we're going to look really fucking weird drinking beer in the back of a van passing a very odd-shaped item back and forth between each other. Then again, we could say it's a vape because that's what young people do these days and that, you know, is kind of shaped like a fucking penis anyway. Um, yeah, fuck it. That's it. I got... That's, that's all I got. So... Hopefully, my fucking story time helped you guys, uh, covering some of my experiences. And look, fuck it, you know, this, this could be, uh, like, like the military, I fucked up, I had a, had a great time there, I got hurt, let it really eat me up inside, and, uh, caused me to fail. So, here I am now, my back's fucked up, I can't work, I wanna work, can't work, um... I don't want to fail. I don't want to fuck up. I gotta, I gotta sit on my ass and not do nothing. So I'm gonna figure out a way I can, and that's uh, grab a hold of this shitty ass ten dollar fucking microphone and talk to the anonymous amount of people on the other end of the internet ether. What the fuck? Maybe it's a little late for me now. As far as time, it is fucking one forty-three, and maybe we'll cover. Let's see, when we get with uh, my homeboy Travis, with those beers, we'll probably be talking a lot of car shit. So, uh, yeah, I got a lot of history with cars. I love it at cars. I have a minivan. I really love cars. But I kind of really like my fucking minivan, too. Not in the creeper aspect. Although, man, I put a fucking air mattress in this motherfucker. Woo! Me and the wifey hit the woods. <laughs> yeah, my wife's not a camping type. She's is there a toilet? No, fuck it, I'm not going. <laughs> Alright, man, y'all take it easy. Have a good night, evening, day, whatever, whenever the fuck you hear this. Um, hey, fuck it, man, if you're working, welding, like I used to do, listening to the podcasts, that's what helped me get by. Fucking zone out and listen to someone else ramble about some bullshit. Maybe you get educated, maybe you laugh, 
that's all that matters anyway guys oh yeah I got I got something I got something I got a fucking little motto a little fucking thing I wrote you know, probably fucking heard it on a fortune cookie in the fucking past uh, let me get to it let me get to it before y'all gotta go that's right it says one of the hardest things to do is to battle yourself at your worst and that goes back to remembering that you always gotta fight for happiness you always gotta fight for those good moments the shit ain't free the shit don't come easy so battling yourself at your worst as in me and my gimp fucking back walking around like I'm fucking Mr. Burns from the Simpsons yeah anyway guys I got a honey-do list that I got accomplished before the morning I really hope you didn't hear that fucking sound bite if not fuck it hey own it y'all take it easy love peace and chicken grease google that motherfucker <laughs>